Hello, everybody. Welcome to day 25 of the Matthew Audio Devotional. This is Chad Inman reporting to you not live from Brad Zimmerman's office. So without further ado, today's reading is Matthew 12, verses 1 through 14, and I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. At about that time, Jesus was walking through some grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry, so they began breaking off some heads of grain and eating them. But some Pharisees saw them do it and protested, Look, your disciples are breaking the law by harvesting grain on the Sabbath. Jesus said to them, Haven't you read in the scriptures what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God, and he and his companions broke the law by eating the sacred loaves of bread that only the priests are allowed to eat. And haven't you read in the law of Moses that the priests on duty in the temple may work on the Sabbath? I tell you, there is one here who is even greater than the temple. But you would not have condemned my innocent disciples if you knew the meaning of this, of this scripture. I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices. For the Son of Man is Lord, even over the Sabbath. Then Jesus went over to, the, to their synagogue. When he noticed a man with a deformed hand, the Pharisees asked Jesus, Does the law permit a person to work by healing on the Sabbath? They were hoping he would say yes, so they could bring charges against him. And he answered, If you had a sheep that fell into a well on the Sabbath, wouldn't you work to pull it out? Of course you would. And how much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Yes, the law permits a person to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Hold out your hand. So the man held out his hand, and it was restored, just like the other one. Then the Pharisees called a meeting to plot how to kill Jesus. In the Gospel of Mark, the author tells the same story about this discussion concerning the Sabbath. As is often the case, Mark focused on some points that Matthew did not. So really quick, I'm going to read out of Mark 2, verses 27 and 28. Then Jesus said to them, The Sabbath was made to meet the needs of people, and not people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord, even over the Sabbath. All right, so two Sundays ago, the middle school group, Moto, explored the same passage. During that time, the group addressed three questions, and I'm going to dive into those same three questions today. So question one. What is Sabbath and what does the Bible say about it? In the Jewish, Jewish rather religion, the Sabbath day is the seventh day of the week. It is a holy day ordained by God for us to rest from our daily labors and worship him. So Jesus would have observed the Sabbath with his followers on Saturday. According to scripture, the Jewish concept of Sabbath goes all the way back to creation In the creation story in Genesis, chapters 2, verses 2 and 3 states, On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy, because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. And then later, when God gave Moses the Ten Commandments, the third commandment was concerning observance of the Sabbath. So Exodus 20 verses 8 through 10 reads, 
Remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest, dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock, and any foreigners living among you. So a follow-up question has to be then, why do we observe the Sabbath on Sunday instead? Traditionally, Christians have held their primary corporate worship service on Sundays, the first day of the week. This is in celebration of Christ's resurrection, which occurred on a Sunday. There is actually evidence that the first century church met together on the first day of the week. The book of Acts, which chronicles this early church uh, after Jesus' resurrection, states in chapter 20, verse 7, that a group of believers meeting together and partaking in the Lord's Supper, or what we refer to as communion. So, hence Sunday uh, Sabbath for Christians. And so with that, let's uh, move on to question number two. What is Jesus saying about Sabbath in today's reading? So in Jesus' day, the big idea, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy, had morphed into a super detailed list of things you could not do on the Sabbath. It was no longer about rest, uh, but rather duty, uh, about being a burden, uh, which is a little ironic, right? So the religious leaders were looking around for people who were breaking the rules so they could chastise and look down on them. In this instance, uh, they are comparing grabbing a snack to agricultural labor. It was so extreme that they were offended that Jesus would dare perform miracles on a Saturday. So to quote my daughter, Sadie, from the podcast she participated in a couple weeks ago, and let's see if I can uh, match her spunk, how is healing somebody from their sickness a sin? Exactly, Sadie. Exactly. So the big idea is that Sabbath was meant to be a gift from God, not a burden. It is about finding rest and connection in God's presence. In many cases, this is alongside other children of God or other followers. So Jesus is not saying we can or should throw out Sabbath observance in this passage, but rather he is inviting us to live out Sabbath the way God really intended, through rest and connection. And so, question number three, what can we do to participate in Sabbath? If Sabbath is something we should be observing today, how in the world are we going to do that in our busy and crazy context. Uh, so some, some ideas. Uh, one thing our family does is, in addition to attending Sunday gatherings, we have a no-chore rule on Sundays, which, you, as you can imagine, my kids are totally bummed out by. Just kidding, right? Uh, we also try uh, to do a kind of a leisurely activity together uh, sometime during the weekend. So last weekend... We went bowling and laughed together. Uh, another thing to think about, um, as many of you know, Laura, my wife, is the children's pastor here at Watermark. So for her, Sunday mornings are go time. They are anything but restful. So for her, the day of rest that she uh, observes is on Monday. Uh, so for those of us who have work responsibilities on Sundays, find a day that works for you and be intentional about Sabbath rest then. 
Um, another idea that I've seen is to establish a rhythm of rest in God's presence that kind of goes beyond just the weekly calendar. Um, my childhood pastor would set a time, time each day, uh, a day each week, Sabbath, as well as a weekend each month and a week each year to withdraw and connect with God. Find a rhythm that works for you and your schedule. Um, the point is, though, since Sabbath was made for us, uh, the idea is not to force these exact examples into your context and beat yourself up when they don't work. The goal is to find something that works for you. Let's pray. Dear Lord, help us to make every Sabbath, whatever that may look like for us, about you. Quiet our hearts, give rest to our souls, and refocus our spirits. For true renewal comes only from you. Holy Spirit, please help us to be intentional with our time and worship and encourage us to find rest in you alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, guys. Have a wonderful day.